You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, well, well. They said we couldn't do it. They said it'd be a really long week and we might not make it to Friday, but you know what? We have. Going to be like 80-something degrees. Al Dukes is heading to the beach, picking up a dog. His life is changing forever. How are you, sir? Good morning, Jerry. You could say I'm growing up. Uh, at 50, I sure as hell hope so, man, because yes, well, if not, it ain't never happening. Right. They say they say at 50. Now, you may have an echo here today, Jerry. I'm sitting in an empty apartment in uh, in uh, uh, the, the shore area of Bradley Beach. You're worried about waking people up, aren't you, right now? A little bit, because I, I kind of heard my neighbor stirring earlier today, and <laughs> these walls aren't as thick as the other places, Jerry. But listen, <laughs> Governor Murphy sent me here. He said... Yesterday, we are opening the beaches come Memorial Day weekend. He wanted me to come down here, Jerry, and broadcast live. You are looking live at the beach well, in I can't New see Jersey. You. I thought this was on TV, this show. Yeah, well, you're not connected. Oh. Uh, but anyway, Jerry, he sent me here. He said, get it together, figure it out, make sure there's enough room for people on the beach, and we're going to open up next week. Although I did see him threatening on Twitter today that he will... Um, pull that, pull, pull those, um, pull that idea if uh, there's trouble. Well, I sounded like a dad. I, this like is a, what I don't. Yes, like what when I, your dad says, "Listen, like you're on the way to the airport to go to Disney, and the kids are acting up in the back, and he's like, listen, this goes on. We're going back home. No Disney.' Sure, and then the the great ones actually follow through with that. Yeah, I wonder if how I would be as a parent. Would I follow through with my threats? Your kids would hate you. You think so? No, I think I'm a kidding. softie with children. I'm just kidding. Uh, it depends. I don't the know. Kids. I think I don't think you know until you have them. To be quite yeah. honest, I think things change. Depends on because I will tell you that there are things that I would like to change about mm-hmm. habits we have with the oh. kids. The problem is too late. Um, what's that? Too late, right? Staying up too late. Oh, the, the problem I have is their grades are tremendous mm-hmm. and there are no behavioral issues. Hmm. So it's like, what am I changing? Everything's working. Why, right. why would I change anything? But if you just you know, isolated said, is it okay for blank to happen? I would probably be like, no. But then you get in the situation, well, it's fine, actually. Right, then it so happens. You don't know. You, you there's don't know some trade-offs, you Jerry. Your kids are good in school. You're Absolutely. a little more lenient with the home stuff. 100% you are correct with that. So, yes. Like, like I'm getting a dog, which is exactly like raising children. And <laughs> keep telling yourself that. <laughs> and Jerry, you have to like I have to set boundaries starting today with this dog. Is the dog there? No, I pick him today up. Today you get it? Today I get him. Okay. Eddie Scazzeri's gonna help me move a mattress. Nice. Because you traded in your truck for I did. 
a, a uh, Mini Cooper or something no, that uh, you want to park in New York? A smart a, car? Yes. No. Which if I put that on your smart car, Jerry, it's going to look ridiculous on the yes. parkway. It's not a smart car, so let's not start spreading lies. But yes, I did get a smaller car, yes. So uh, well, after the show, Eddie's going to move my mattress with me. I'm going to help him. And I hope so. <laughs> then I'm going to go back up and get the dog. It'd be like the day Craig asked Eddie to come over and help him put the <laughs> pictures on the wall. Eddie walked in and Craig handed him a, uh, a hammer and a bunch of nails. <laughs> Sit here, figure Me it and out. The kids are going out. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He I, can pay him though. Are you paying Eddie? Mm, I thought it was like more like it would be awkward to pay a friend. How about gas money? Gas money. I think gas Tolls. is like twenty twenty cents a gallon now. Great. Then give Tolls? him a dollar for to get to give him something. Tolls. Yeah. Okay. You don't. You don't time. have to give me anything. Maybe a nice uh, gift card. How about a nice bottle of Merlot? Ooh. Just don't give him the one with the dog labels on it because he gave that to you already. I live for Merlot. <laughs> no, I would uh, go to a liquor store. That's a good idea, Merlot. He's a Merlot guy. Uh, I heard uh, JJ say this, and it, this uh, also happened to me the entire time I was watching The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan thing. Yeah. Every time they said about his teammate Scott Burrell, I you kept think Scott thinking, Scott Farrell, uh, yeah. Farrell. Uh, all I thought in my head was like, "You the man, you the man. How can I be the man? You the man, you the man." Now, if Scott Farrell was on that team, they would have been very dominant. They would have been crazy, and they would have been listening to rock music during <laughs> the games. What if Scott Farrell and Dennis Rodman were on the same team, Jerry? That would have been awesome. That would have been some party team. Mm-hmm. Did you honest question? Because I re- I do remember him as a player. Do yeah. you remember Scott Farrell as a player? I do not. So this was the first time you ever heard of him. Jerry, outside of, let's see, I knew uh, Jordan, of course. I knew um, Scottie Pippen. Right. I knew You knew Rodman. a lot of these guys. I knew a lot of them. You're right. Oakley, Paxson, Kerr. Kerr. Uh, Cartwright, Winnington. You knew all these guys. That's true. There was only a handful of guys I didn't know. That's did fair, Jerry. Did you remember Jerry. Luke Longley? Yeah, I did know Luke right. Longley. So you're good. Tony Kukoc. Tony Kukoc, I remember him, yes, very much so That's as well. That's like 10 guys we just talked You're right. about. <laughs> Turns out I was a Chicago Bulls fan in the 90s. It seems like everybody was. <laughs> uh, where do we want to go next, Jerry? There's, I know Boomer and Gio are going to really get into this uh, Giants cornerback DeAndre Baker. And of course. Seahawks cornerback Quinton Dunbar. Yeah. Seems like cornerbacks are trouble. Uh, armed robbery with a firearm. Yeah, so I, I read the story. It's not a good one, as you can imagine. Um, you know, the one thing about the Dunbar um, and DeAndre Baker thing is they were at a party. The question I would have is, was this a joke? Was it real? Uh, I mean, the, the the charges are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you read the headline, you'd feel like they went into a Chase bank and tried to rob the place. That's not what happened, but still... One one report said they had semi-automatic rifles. I mean, good lord! So it's a it's a bad story. And the thing about Dunbar is he had a he met with the the reporters in Seattle on some virtual meeting yesterday. Mm-hmm. And one and I played at six thirty. It's just bizarre. He's talking about how much gratitude he has for them, uh, you know, going out and getting him. And he's going to show he's going to show how he belongs and the way he carries himself. And blah. it's like, dude. You, Tuesday night, you just did this, and you got charged with you know hours later. I guess maybe you didn't think he was getting charged with anything, but man, it doesn't it doesn't look good. And they think there are some links to gambling, Jerry. 
because uh, supposedly they lost really? seventy grand like the night or two nights before gambling at some so party. So that's why they were demanding the money with the guns. Oh yeah, yeah. If they would have just stayed home because of coronavirus, none yeah. of this would have happened, Jerry. None of it. <laughs> I tell you, it what it, a mess. It what is weird when mess. you hear a guy. So like DeAndre Baker, the giant. $5.6 million signing bonus, $9 million guaranteed. I would just hide in my house and do nothing to cause trouble or I know. near trouble. I, Al, I'm so with you. Like, to me, the nights of going out and doing stupid yeah. things would be so over so right. fast. Like, what's the point? I'd be like, it's over, Jerry. My my yeah. days of ridiculousness, this this over. There's a great motivational speaker named Eric Thomas. You want to mm. check him out one day. He's really good. And he does talk to different teams and stuff and college teams. And the one thing he will tell the entire team is, you know, once you make it, or even if you're in college, because once you're playing high-level Division One college, like, you've got a chance. You never know. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the first thing you have to do is if your home life is sketchy from, you know, your friends to your cousins, whoever, the hangers on, whoever it might be, he goes, clean break. He goes, because here's the thing. When you're done, they'll be waiting for you still. Right. But all they're going to do is cause grief and trouble in your life. And, man, go away. Stop. Just I'm trying play. to think if, if I hit it big, who'd be my hangers-on? Probably my friend Paul. <laughs> Paul's been hanging on for years. <laughs> Anybody That's, else? Well, that it? My friend John and Steve, they might be hangers-on. If I, if I hit it real big, Jerry. I got it. That might hang uh, on. And here's something really uh, smart to do, and I hope other people take this advice from Matthew Stafford. He's the quarterback of the Lions. Right. Tends to lick his hands before receiving the football, so I guess he could throw it better, although I would think he'd make it more slick, but what do I know? I have no idea. Well, you used to be a quarterback in the flag football, co-ed flag football. I never licked my hands, no. Yeah, me neither. It seems nasty. It's like Mike Pelfrey. It's disgusting. Right. The, the ball you, the, the ball is on the turf or the grass. They treat it with uh, chemicals. And blah, yeah, you blah, put blah, pesticides and in it. your mouth nonstop. So he says he's uh, going to stop licking his fingers. I bet that well, screws up his game. Well, his game hasn't been all that great anyway. <laughs> Maybe it might help his game. Might be good, like, that. a good change for him. Uh, it would be a really good change for him. Hmm. Maybe, maybe it's just a habit he's got to break. Kind of like guys in the batter's box. They get out of the batter's box and they do their wrist, uh, their uh, batting gloves, and they yeah. keep, you know, adjust their cups. It's like it's enough. You know what I watched last night? I can't believe I'm going to say this. Old baseball. I did. I watched Game Four of the '69 World Series. Not all of it, but a couple 69. of innings. '69. Yes, yes, Al. And then they had uh, Game. Was it Game Four of the NLCS? Mets Astros from '86. Oh, I'd I would like you, to watch that. With it was Mike Scott on the mound? He was. And oh, it was just like punk. seeing Dykstra and Backman and Hernandez. And I don't know. I, it sounds stupid because at first I'm like, no, I was going by it. And then I'm like going through the channels. I'm like, there's nothing on. So I'm like, all right. I went back to the baseball. I'm like, it's interesting. And it was funny, too, with Seaver in the game he pitched in the World Series game that I was watching. You know, after the game, they, they interview him on the field. And they're like, you know, were you upset being taken out for a pinch hitter? He goes, no, you know, get into the ninth inning. I'm like, getting into the ninth <laughs> inning? What starting pitchers get into the seventh inning now? <laughs> right, and be and possibly be upset with it. <laughs> right. It's pretty funny. So we're, we do have to take a break. Can you hold your next story for a minute? Well, just real quick. Were the announcers, did it sound like the 1940s, or did it sound modern day or somewhere in the middle? I would say for the 69 game, it definitely sounded old. And part of that was watching it and seeing the way people were dressed. It looked really old and sounded old. Yeah, come see that. The 86 one was interesting because um, Tim McCarver was already doing the game nationally uh, for the NLCS. Oh, and one other quick one, too. Oh, oh. 
Um, did you? I do not have. I do not remember this. MSG was running old games, so they mm-hmm. had Jordan and the Bulls and the Garden playing the Knicks in '86 or '85. No, it was '86, I believe. Greg Gumble was the Nick announcer with John Andres on MSG. I do not recall that. Neither do I, and I feel like I watched a lot of Nick games back in the day. Oh, we had to take a quick break. Okay. We're late. When we come back, You're more late. stories. I know. And Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Very exciting day as Al is quietly broadcasting from his brand new place down the Jersey Shore. It's going to be 85 degrees today. What a day to start down the shore. What else? I actually, Jerry, this is a true story. I'm not doing a bit. This is not a bit, lest you think it is. I just um, put the uh, police department into my phone just in case. Of course you did. Why would I think that's a bit? I'm surprised it took you this long. (laughs) I had to delete my um, Basking Ridge Police Department, which I did have on there last. I never removed that from my phone. Now, what is the plan? You're still going to stay in Matawan during the week, or you're in Bradley? You're you're Uh, down there now. Once uh, Eddie is so generous to help me uh, with my... um, with my bed, I, ha- I have nowhere to stay up there, Jerry. So you're just paying for an empty apartment now. Well, I I'm might have to work that out. I'm going to talk to you. Oh, I need to talk to you Ooh. off the air. Ooh, what about? Give me a tease. I just need to talk to you off the air. Wow, this sounds this sounds like something. Jerry, tell me if you're doing this during the pandemic. I saw a story about this that um, a lot of people, those in particular who live alone, going nude during the day. Nude. Well, do you? No, I don't. I'm never I mean, nude. I know you use the bathroom nude, but... The only time I'm nude is when I go from the the bath mat to the shower and back. I've never lived alone, so I don't know. Like, I went from my parents' house to the condo that me and my wife bought when we were engaged. You grew and up when fast. I thought, yeah, I thought we were going to be... I thought I was going to live alone for about six months before we got married. Right. Uh, and the next day she showed up and said, well, let's start now, which was <laughs> fine. No, no, it was was actually good. Um, But I, yeah, I've never lived alone. So I I, know. Do you ever, because you have a wife and kids, if they're ever all out of the house together, I lay down and go to sleep. No, no. I laid, like last night, my wife went out for a walk with my youngest son. Yeah. And my older son was outside playing basketball. I'm like, wow, the house is empty. I laid down and it felt fantastic. Mm. And And that's when I started watching the classic games. Right. I wish I watched that Mike Scott uh, Astros game. I would have liked to punch that guy right in the face. He well, used you know, to piss fun- me off. You know, it's funny. I don't know who the announcer was, and I should, but I don't remember who it was. In the first inning, he makes a comment about how the tape is off the ground. Hey, Mets fans, oh, coming up to 987, start your weekend with a classic Mets win in game one of the 2015 NLCS. 